Hey gang, Crest here. So you may have noticed that when there was supposed to be a new episode last time, there wasn't. That's because the audio for this episode, when I got working on it, I found it to be hecked up to the underworld and back again. So I had to skip a release, and even with the extra time, this episode is far from perfect, but I did what I can. A part of me feels a bit crummy to be having the episode like this, especially considering what follows, but it is what it is, and I'm only one man. As always, I hope you enjoy the episode. Last time, uh, the battle against the undead began. There was a banshee, there was, um, a lot of shadows, there was a weird little glowing ball of light. Uh, several guards died, two of them disintegrated, and one of them kind of well, actually I should say, three of them disintegrated, and they were only able to retrieve the remains of one, i.e. their belongings. Um, but at the end of it all, the party managed, albeit barely, to at least keep some of the guards alive. And yet, the sounds of undead screaming through the town continues on. And that is where our story resumes. And give me one second to set up the new encounter. We're all gonna die. Like... I'm still alive right now. <laughs> so is Amethyst, slightly. <laughs> so we're both, we still have some. We can probably take a couple more hits and then that's it. <laughs> Uh, of healing spells left, so I think we'd be okay. Actually, I have a few, so I, I can keep you guys standing as long as I can. Hey, nope, not that one. Sorry about this. Whatever we're about to encounter, <coughs> let's throw uh, Grim stand at it. <laughs> I only have 13 hit points right now, so okay, let yeah. me. Um, <laughs> fog. That's about the same as what Amethyst has. I have a little more, but, um, <laughs> yeah, she has 12. I'm 19. Uh, okay, one second. Add to map. Add to map. Okay. As you guys run through the streets, you see... Two skeletons holding swords. You see the shadow and the little ball of light that got chased off earlier. One of the skeletons is facing down three guards who are standing in front of a building, barricading it, obviously protecting townsfolk. And you see a skeleton in with a chain shirt, a shield, and a long sword that is very clearly the commander of this group. But um, opposing one of the other skeletons holding a sword is a new figure, and I am going to ask now that our guest star unmute their microphone. Am I good? Yep. yep. Uh, first things first, why don't you introduce yourself to define people? Ooh, uh, hi. <laughs> I, my character I will be playing today is Eo Shirai. He is a half-elf scout. And 
You and you would be. You personally can introduce yourself as. Well. Oh, uh, I'm Sam. Uh, this is actually my first podcast with these lovely folks. So let's all have a good time and uh, get rid of these skeletons. And your pronouns, just so we know. Uh, he, him. Okay. <clears throat> and now is it Elo or Elo? Or Eli, or sorry. Elo. Elo. Like the moon. Okay. Yeah. Elo. You have had a very strange time lately. I want to say about, oh, maybe a week ago or so, you were in your own reality doing what you do. You were in um, a store perusing various goods. I think you were looking for healing potions. And then there was a flash of light. And you had a strange sensation of falling a long, long way. And then, well, in the midst of your reverie, you had a vision. A vision of this great work like glass. And on this glass was lines that curved, that twisted, that turned, turned at sharp angles, at strength. It was like, um... At straight, ain't at straight. Sorry, um, it was very painter-esque. There was even like splashes and dots of color of like the lines there, here and there, and everywhere. And then you watched as magic shattered this great work, leaving only a single pane behind. And you watched as on that pane of glass, little lights like slowly lit up all, all across it. And you also watched as, from beyond the darkness, where the rest of the glass once was, more lights slowly gravitated towards this said plane of glass. And you somehow knew that one of these lights was you. And then you woke up far to the north of this this town you now currently find yourself in. And um, you had some encounters with some stone giants. You managed to run away before they got to you, but yeah. So you kind of fled south and you kind of had to climb up a wall which was an experience in and of itself and then once you got down um, from the wall, said wall and continued south some more you witnessed a creepy dark castle in the distance that you just knew was bad news so you didn't go anywhere near it you encountered a few farmsteads but they kind of didn't really want anything to do with you and then on the road you met a woman in a green cloak she introduced herself to you as Jade, after giving you one look up and down, and she pointed you towards this town called Westcott, saying your fortune was sure to change if you went there for sure, before she proceeded to head to the east. You don't know where she went after heading east, but there it is. Uh, you reached said town just about uh, as night fell, as they, were, um, they weren't closing the gates, but you could tell everything was closing up. You were directed to a place called the Lost Legionnaire, and you were about, oh, 20 minutes into town when the undead attacked. And, well, you kind of traced the source of the madness, and you found the exact scene I just described for my, the rest of my players. You engaged one of the skeletons, and here you are. And on that note, um, coming into the fray are one, two, three, four, five individuals. Um... Why don't my lovely players describe their characters for you and for the many stories, many games, VOD people, because it's been a while. Uh, Izzy. 
All right. So, uh, you know, leading the charge is a uh, a lady. Uh, she has uh, she's you know, uh, where's my uh, stat uh, information? There we go. She's uh, <laughs> in her mid twenties. Uh, brown hair, freckled skin. Uh, she is uh, you know about five eight, uh, one hundred ninety two pounds. She's wearing a uh, you know a set of armor, uh, sporting a shield, and uh, she also has a, a tabard situation going on with a couple uh, uh, curiously uh, shaped uh, uh, blades crossed on it. Uh, and uh, you know she seems quite determined, and uh, as I said, leading a charge of a couple other folks. Gim Sam. Hi, Gim Stan is following close behind. Looks to be in their mid twenties with white hair and gray eyes. If they are wearing armor, you can't really see it under the sort of look like blackish robe that they wear. Their most distinguishing feature is a set of large red dragon wings that they also have, and that we probably don't notice anything else after that, and they're carrying a small a like small rapier like sword into battle with a large shield. Jen. Alrighty, Finry is she's got blue hair and she's tall, skinny, looks elfish, but nobody's 100% sure on that. Um, she has a shield and she has a purple winged dog next to her. Said winged dog, um, wings look like a parrot's wings because they are very bright yes. and colorful. They're uh, very beautiful. And accompanying them is a man wearing scale mail. His skin is a warm tan color with sort of swirls of an undertone along it, and he has silver eyes. And uh, as they charge all into the fray, roll initiative, everybody. Ooh, 18. I got good initiative for once. Hey, I gotta find the... I gotta I find the terrible, thing. terrible, but... <laughs> I didn't do terrible, but I still rolled not great. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to slow into my initiative. <laughs> Hello? Uh, oh, I gotta find stuff now. <laughs> do, do, do. Where's initiative on this thing? It's at the very top. It's very oh, on the top next to your armor. And just click the dice on it, and that makes it roll. I accidentally. Okay, I got it. All the time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, top of the round is the will o wisps turn. Um, last time, you guys chased it off with magic, so I'm going to say it's going to do nothing for the first round. So it brings us to the first guard, who has a spear and is going to try and um, whack number eight here because it um, it is in range. Seven, that misses. Nope. Shadow. It was chased off the same way before as you did, so that's, um, I'm going to say it's going to idle on its first turn. And now it is Sir Leofric's turn. Let me see. Hmm. Okay. He takes, uh... Okay, he's going to stride forward. He was right about there, so... He runs forward, and then as he reaches where he does, you see him thrust uh, his sword arm out, and from said um, sword arm, you see a blast, a 
focus line of energy that whooshes outward um, in a straight line. And as it does so, let me see. He is that. the party. Okay, it wishes into number seven here for where is nine force damage to number seven, and you actually don't know what that is, Parnell, because uh, you know uh, Leofric's not a cleric or a paladin. You don't know what he is. Some people call him cursed. Some say he's born under a lucky star. You genuinely do not know. So oh, unusual, but still an ally. Yes. And that's his turn. Gimfan. Okay. I'm running low on spells here, but... Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to... First... Well, no, do I want to do that? There's a lot of enemies here. Okay, first thing I'm going to do is run up behind, run up near... Okay, that is 30 feet. I'm going to run up next to our new knight friend here. And then, uh, because it's a new time, I will summon my spiritual weapon, because I always need to do that. Wait, what happened? Go, no, stop that. What happened? Stop that. Stupid thing. Okay, that's broken. Yeah, this is... Yeah, that's broken. That's interesting. Do you need me to grab it for you? Oh. Oh, somehow I got like six of these, but it. Yeah, there we go. It was booting me to the. Uh, it was booting me to the character select screen every time I put out a token. Hmm. There we go. Uh, I will throw it in next to. I guess this number seven skeleton person here. Okay. And I can let's see. Yeah, I don't have any other magic I can use, so I will bash them, bash number seven skeleton with my spiritual weapon, which is a dirty twenty. Okay, that hits for ten damage. Ten damage to number seven. Okay, is that your turn? Yeah, nothing else I can do. So, Elo, you're up. All right. So, let's see. If I move, I'm going to get hit. Yeah. So, (laughs) what I can do is I will disengage and move about right there. And I'm going to take a shot at... Number seven. You get bonus action disengage. Nice. With what? Uh, my short bow. Okay. Go ahead and roll for it. The, uh, on your short bow, see the plus six? You tap that. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. 23 hits. Nice. <laughs> So then I roll, then I tap the other one, right? 1d6 plus 3, yes. 8 piercing, okay. And, uh, that is all I can do? Yep. Hold on one second, I think I accidentally, yeah, I did, whoops. I accidentally minus from you, Elo, when I needed to minus it from the other guy. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, 
I was okay! <laughs> um, is that- Okay, that's your turn, Elo. It is now this guy's turn. And he doesn't like that you ran away from him, so he's going to go after you. And... Tried. <laughs> Longsword. 15 to hit you, Elo. Yes, that hits. For... 10 slashing damage. Oof! Second swing. 17 hits. Yes. Three slashing damage. So all together, 13? Yeah. And that's this turn. It's now his turn, and he's going to go after guard 14 right here. Four. And that's a natural one. And he drops his sword. And it goes flying all the way over there. <laughs> and that's going to be his turn. And his commander is giving him a look. Henry, you're up. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see then. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and everybody is hurting, but I don't have any more of those spells left for doing that. Um, I'm going to have to move forward a bit because I need to get closer. So around 30 feet there. I'm going to do Sacred Flame at number seven. He needs a dex save. Dirty 20. His bones. He got a dirty 20? Oh my god. I hate you. <laughs> I only seem to roll well when I'm DMing, never as a player. The skeleton is not weighed uh, down by fleshy bits. He's very dexterous. Yeah, and so it's only a cantrip. There's no, you know, half damage or anything like that. So, okay, fine. Um, Gimstan, uh, I'm doing healing word at ya. Huzzah. Uh, Good. I don't have to waste my last spell slot on healing myself. Yeah, now you get six more. But what is, you. The, is the word? It's something. The healing word <laughs> is... Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you working? You can do it! Okay. <laughs> Anything else, Fen Fenry? Nope, that's all I'm doing. Um, Amethyst will kind of follow me. Yeah, but... she's creeping forward, but she's not doing much. Yeah. She's not going to do anything exactly. Parnell. Alright, so, uh, of my companions, uh, including Lefric, uh, which one, uh, which uh, two seem the most uh, harmed at the moment? Actually, never mind. <laughs> I'm going to ru rush up here, uh, and then I'm going to cast aid on uh, this lovely trio here uh, behind me. Oh. Uh, do do do. Which means that you get uh, your current and max hit, hit points are increased by five for the next eight hours. Oh, nice. Love that. Okay. Anything else? A plus five hit points. And then... Cool. Let me... I'll use my uh, bonus action to... No, actually, no. Never mind. Okay. It is now the guard's turn. Who's going to take a whack at the skeleton that just lost its sword. And that's a five. No. Commander Boy is going to be confident and not going to do anything, so now so he's just going to idle too. And now it's this guard's turn. Nine. That does not hit. And... Top of the round. It is now the Will-O-Wisp's turn. Who 
is going to now go after Gimstan. Of course. <laughs> uh oh. 11 the hit. Nope. And that's its turn. It's the guard's <laughs> turn. And that's a dirty 20 to hit to the thing. That hits, yes. Skeleton or spirits? Okay. It's now the shadow's turn. And it's going to back up the Will-O-West against you, Gimson, because you were the one who ran, ran it off earlier. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and dis oppose disadvantage on the uh, shadow here. Okay. 11 to hit. No. Okay. That's its turn. It is now thoroughly off its turn. Who, while he wants to go after the skeletons right here, there are like two gully gullies right here in their face, so he's going to, whoops, he's going to take a step forward and he's going to swing at uh, the shadow with his longsword. And that is a 17 to hit the shadow. Do -do -do -do. Yes, that hits. The oh, whoops. Nope, that's not it. Um, That's a to... Well, that's not the damage. Six. Okay. Uh, let me check something. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, that's his turn. Gimpian. Alright. Yes, everyone's right here trying to kill me, so I guess I'm going to take a quick swipe at the wisp with with cold whisper that's a crit yeah. Elo, here's what we do for crits on this game uh, if, as long as it's for an attack that requires a roll to hit you automatically do your max die and then you roll and you add it all together though fair warning this goes both ways Yes. If the if the enemy get if, if the enemy hits you with your longsword and they get a crit, you better brace yourself. Uh, okay, Cold Whisper does what? One d six plus two, so that's eight to start. No, it's six to start, and then you add it all together. Six plus another eight. Fourteen. So max damaged. To the shadow or the will o' wisp? The will. I said will o' the wisp. So okay. Will -O -Wisp. So fourteen. Okay. And I doubt it's a face celestial or demon because it's undead, so. Yeah. <laughs> Anything there? All those things. Cool. And. Nice. Max, max damage. And then, since it's right here, my uh, floaty rock will. Well, let's move it over slightly, and it will go for the shadow. Roll. That's the 12. 12 hits. Okay. Four. No, four damage. Okay. Disappointing. All right, that's all I can do. Disappointing, but still, it's the same. You know, points matter. It matters. Alrighty. A little bit helps. Hello. Okay. Well, I don't like that thing that just swiped at me. So what I'm gonna do is disengage again and go. <laughs> yeah. Right here. And Th that's on top of a building, Elo. Oh, it's at the top of the building. So you have to go like next to twelve probably would be would be fine. Or next to two. I'll go right there next to twelve. Okay. And I will shoot at eight. Question. I don't know how you do sneak attack, but is if fourteen is more I don't know how you would do it. Would that consider a sneak attack if I pew pewed it? You would need to Either be, uh, you need to be across from someone who's flanking it, 
or you would need to actually surprise it. So, no, no sneak attack for this. Sorry. It is very okay. aware of you. Okay, then, yeah, I'll just pew pew the, uh... No, I'll pew pew seven. Okay, roll. 20... Oh, be nice, 22 hits. Oh, no. Nice. Oof. Not bad. Okay. And, uh... That is all I can do. Yep. Yep. It is now the White's turn. And he's going to go after you, Eli, because you just hit him again. Uh, Dirty 20, that hits. Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to use my uncanny dodge. Okay. Okay, so that's seven slashing, which is halved. So four. Okay. And then also my skirmisher kicks in. I can move half of my speed as a reaction when an enemy ends its turn within five feet of me. Well, it's, um, its turn isn't over yet. 18 to hit, which hits. Ouch. And that's seven slashing damage. So, all together, what's what? 11. I'm not good. <laughs> no. It is now the other white's turn, and it needs to go retrieve its sword. So it's going to eat two attacks of opportunity from the guards. So, from two of the guards. So, 14. That's a dirty 20. That hits. That's two piercing damage. So that's that. And number 12 goes also. And that's a natural one. He's also that, like, low. And... Their spear goes flying all the way over here. And now their fellow guards are giving them looks. <laughs> uh, the white retrieves its sword. And I'm going to say that's going to be its turn. Fenrir, you're up. Okay. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So, okay. Um, I am going to this number three shadow Dude, I'm going to try and sacred flame him. He needs a deck save. Ten. And we all Ah, he failed. Finally, somebody failed. He gets six um, radiant damage. And nice. bonus action, I'm casting Sanctuary on Elo. Uh White and Fire rips this thing to pieces. I, I, I will. Oh, good! I killed it, and I will move to the point where I'm close enough because I need to be within 30 feet of Elo. So that's yeah, within 30 feet. Okay. And do sanctuary on Elo. All right. Thank you. Yeah, because you you apparently need that. So. Alrighty. They have disadvantage or whatever. They have to do a wisdom save, um, which will be 10 is my uh, save on that. Amethyst will creep forward a bit, and that's going to be her and, turn. Yeah, I was actually going to have Amethyst attack the shadow, but since it's dead, she will not. She will just creep forward. Yep. Okay, Parnell, you're up. Parnell will uh, rush up uh, near this uh, Skelly Bones guy. Uh, and uh, take a swing with uh, El Morningstar here. Do, uh, whoosh. 
for a dirty 21. Oh, God. For uh, 12 da uh, damage. Thunk. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, I think I'll, I'll leave that as it. It's number 12's turn, who needs to get their spear, but they can't because there's enemies in the way, so they're kind of stuck. <laughs> oh, no. It is now the commander's turn, who has finally had enough of this nonsense and can go stomping forward. Uh-oh. We in trouble now. But he can't reach the new party, so that's going to be his turn. It is now this guard's turn, who is going to swing at number 7. 16... 16 hits, number 7. Nice. Okay. And we go back to the top of the round. It is the Willowist turn. Who's going to zap you, Gimstan? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Uh-oh. Number 1. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to be benevolent. I'm going to say misfires and it's going to hit the commander. <laughs> zap. New target. It has entered range. Zap! Attack! Wait! Sorry! Yeah. <laughs> and that's gonna be its turn. It is the discard's turn. Who is going to go around and swing at number seven? That's a five now. It is now Surly Offric's turn, and he is going to meet the commander head on with his longsword. Eight. No. And that's gonna be his turn. Gimson. Alright, all I can do is slash at the wisp again, see you. Uh thirteen. Thirteen does not hit. Oh well. Uh, do I want to? Uh, the wisp is right here in my face, keeping me from doing anything, I so know. <laughs> I'm going to also bash the wisp with my giant rock, which is fourteen. No. Oh well. Well that's yeah. me. Elo, <laughs> you're up. Most times, that's not fair. Okay. Uh, if you attack anything, that sanctuary spell will end. By the way. Yeah, but it was I was trying to protect him from his being attacked. So. So. Is it possible for me to? I can barely even see. You can disengage oh, and sorry. walk away for a beat. And then they have to roll to try and hit you. If you want to do that for your turn, you can. Uh. Because they have like disadvantage to hit you. So. I was gonna see if it was possible if I could go like up here. You would need to do acrobatics to get up that on the roof. Be, yeah, your action. So I would say, yeah, you could do that. You're on. You've got sanctuary on. So. That would be a good use of a turn. And you said acrobatics? Yes. Okay, yeah, you may uh, get up to the roof easily. Pass <laughs> with all sorts of colors. <laughs> 24, yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, that's all I'll do. It is the skeleton's turn. He is going to take a swing at the person who just hit him, so that's you, Parnell. Hmm, excellent. 15 to hit. That will miss. 11 to hit, now. Clang. <laughs> so much clanging. He's going to retrieve his sword. And I'm going to say that's going to be... Oops. 
Sorry. I'm not going to say that's his turn. Well, wasn't that uh, one of the guards' uh, spear? Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, he could he retrieve that if he wanted to. True. <laughs> <laughs> After what happened earlier, so, you know, yeah, that's fine. So he's going to pick up the guard's spear, and that's going to be his turn. Finry, you're up. Okie dokie. Um, I am going to go ahead and do... I'm going to try to hold the dead on number 13, or the big bad dude. Okay. He needs a wisdom save, please. Where is... Ah. Wisdom. Ooh. Uh, I thought told the dead you had... The person had to have damage on him. He does. It's extra. It's just extra. It's a d12 rather than a d8 if he has damage. And he's already been damaged, for the record. And he's been damaged. By his own Will-O-Wisp, so yeah. Uh, Fenry, that's a four. <laughs> it's a four, that totally fails, and he's been damaged, so that's a d12. Two d12 slip, sorry. Uh, yeah, Oof. 20 damage. The sound of a bell rings out, and this thing is rattled. Thank God, something that's not undead. Something, finally. And no, it is undead. And for oh. my bonus action... I am casting Spiritual Weapon, and I will have it come up next to number 13 and take a hit at it. Give it. Ooh. I think we both have Cursed Spiritual Weapon. 14 does not hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the curse is true. Curse. <laughs> okay. And Amethyst is running up and going to attack it. Can she get there, or would she be better? She can get there. She can get there. She's going to bite at it. Okay, rolling. 12 does not hit. Nope. Damn. She's pissed, though. She wants to kill that thing. Okay, Parnell, you're up. The angel. Another swing at this uh, skelly boy. Twenty-five hits. <laughs> uh, for eleven damage. Okay. It is now guard twelve's turn. Who doesn't have a weapon and is kind of up the creek without a paddle? Uh, okay, so now it's the commander's turn. He's gonna hit it's, uh Leofric again. Twelve to hit Leofric. No. It's now the guard's turn. Who has a spear? He's gonna use it. 12 to hit, number 7, no. And we go back to the top of the round. It's the Willow Blitz turn. It's going to shock you, Gimston. And that's a dirty 20 to hit. Oof. Okay, well, that's something. 12 lightning damage. Ouch. Yeah. Yow. It is now the guard's turn. It's going to use its spear on number 7. And that's a dirty 20. That hits. 9 damage to number 7. Oh, wow, yeah. And as their spear pierces right through the middle of this thing, it goes down. Woot. Yay, we killed two things. It's now Surly Offric's turn. He's going to use his longsword against the commander. That's a 13 to hit. 13 does not hit. That's his turn. Uh, Gimpstan. Alright, I'm going to use my bonus action first because I need to know if I can take this thing out or not. So I'm going to hit the wisp with my spiritual weapon. 12. 12 does not hit. Alright, in that case, I have no choice but to swing at the bugger. Eight, also not gonna hit. Nope. Alright, that's everything that I can do, unfortunately. Elo. 
Okie dokie, I gotta check some range real quick. Um, to measure, you just grab your token and then drag it. Yeah, that's what I- that's what I'm doing. Okay. You're within range, I think, of anything that you might shoot or cast. Um... I'm gonna take a pot shot at 13. Go ahead. He should get sneak attack because he is technically flanked, like, on almost all three sides by stuff. And on top of that, he was zapped by <laughs> its subordinate and it's not even facing you, so yeah, I'll see you get sneak attack. After this, it will be aware of you. Yeah. That's fair. If Amethyst can't do anything, she can help distract. 22 hits! So, that <laughs> is... Ugh, ugh. So that is 1d6 plus 3, and then I have to roll 3d6. Go ahead and roll... Well, the one. Okay, there's the short bow damage. Okay, plus. That's max. Sneak attack now, yeah. Uh, nice. Nine plus nine is eighteen. <laughs> nice. Hilo. Yeah. How do you want to do this? <laughs> so, aiming down the bow sight, taking a looking at what is going on. Thing, our good Sir Knight in somewhat a compromised situation. Elo will let loose his arrow and it finds its mark piercing right through his head. Okay. Uh, while you have taken at the commander, there's still one more skeleton left and it's going to go stump foreign torch. All right. I will, and I will also use my bonus action to hide. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. This other skeleton's going to go after you, Parnell, because um, you've been hitting its friend. Good. Nine for the first. No. Come to me. Yeah. Come get me. Twenty-three for the next. Oh, I will hit. <laughs> Twelve slashing damage. Ugh. Ouch. You're still upright. <laughs> yeah, I actually had max hit points until this moment. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Okay, that's its turn. Fenrir, you're up. Alright, um, that dude that is attacking Parnell is making me very unhappy. Uh, so I am going to, I'm going to try to hold the dead on him too. Wisdom? Yeah. That's a five. Does he have damage yet? Uh, let me see. Yes, yes. because I did hit him. Oh, yes, that's he right. Did. Yep, okay. So that's a 2d12, so that's eight damage on him. Um, I have to ask out of character, how's everybody doing? Like, I've like, got 12 left. If this thing hits me for the same damage again, I'm down. Okay, I'm in a healing word, you again. And I will remind you it did disintegrate a person last session. <laughs> yeah, uh, five more. A healing word on Gibson, so Thank yeah. you. Yep. I gotta keep us standing. We gotta stay standing. <laughs> okay. Amethyst is going to look confusedly at you. 
amethyst can can she move over to that was that she can yeah can she bite him sure um whatever she yeah whichever 15 the hit 15 hits four piercing damage to this thing she found a bone she (laughs) (laughs) and pronoun all right um Cornell will crack her neck and say, Okay, so I'm finally awake. Excellent. Uh, and we'll uh, take a swing at Mr. Skelling Boy. 30 20 hits. 20 for uh, 6 damage. Okay. And because I've, I kept forgetting I have 2 attacks, I'll take my other attack. <laughs> but only 8 with a natural 1. Your morning star goes flying. Hmm. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Amethyst can fetch that next turn. <laughs> Not without eating a check of opportunity, but yeah. Oh, barring, yeah, that fact. Otherwise, uh, guard number 12 does not have a spear currently because the skeleton took it. It's now guard 14's turn, and he's going to step forward. There is a down skeleton right in front of them that nominally had a weapon, right? Uh, you could pick up a weapon. That's but true, but I think it's kind of pan- I think they're panicking right now. Yeah, that's fair. Eight to hit, no. And we go back to the top of the round. It's still below us turn. It's gonna zap you, Gimstan. And that's twenty-one to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Eight lightning damage. God damn wisp. Oh, this wisp is annoying me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Super annoying. It killed a man last session. <laughs> it's now this guard's turn. He's gonna swing at the skeleton with their spear. That's eight now. Killed the wisp. It's Sir Leofric's turn. Who, with the commander dead, he's going to... Mm, he's going to double back and help you with the gets the wisp. And seeing how you've kind of been swinging and pissing and so on and so forth, it's going to... Hmm. Oh, yeah, no. There's no way in hell that thing won't fail. We'll fail all that. So, hmm. Hmm. He's going to do that thing where he thrusts out an arm his sword arm at it, and he's going to do that focus blast thing he did at the start of the thing. So, let's see. That is... Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So, he's at level 4, so that's 2d8. Obviously, he's uh, Link and uh, has full hit points, so he's just swinging the sword. <laughs> that's 11. Force damage to the Will-O-Wisp, and as this... Uh, line of energy like whooshes outward like blowing your hair back in the stand and you're cloaking your wings I imagine this thing goes out of uh, existence a bit like a candle ooh excellent Kimstan it's your turn now I'll say thank you sir knight now I'm going to fly over here let's see I can't get very far so I'll come over here to Mr. Skellington and it's not going to do much, but let's see. Slashy, slashy at Mr. Skeleton. That's a 14. 14 hits. Or oof, three damage. Okay. And this thing can only move 20 feet, which actually I can get it somewhere. Huzzah. <laughs> All right. Huzzah! Uh, spiritual weapon. It's a 10 to hit. No. All right. That's it, then. Elo, you're up. Uh... Shoot at number eight. Go ahead and roll. Dirty 20 hits. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Sneak attack? Uh, 
he's surrounded. Yeah, I'll say it because he's surrounded, so I'll let you have it. So that's four. Yeah, he's yeah. hidden also, yep. Oh, that's right. So that's four... 15 piercing damage. <laughs> okay. And uh, go back to hide. It is now the skeleton's turn. He's going to keep swinging at you further frantically, Parnell. 21 to hit. Excellent. Um, you know what? I'm going to use shield. So uh, that will miss. It also gives me plus 5 ace. 7 for the next ah. one. So now, Henry, you're up. Fine. Alrighty, so that dude is still standing. I am. Let's sacred flame him. I'm gonna give that a shot. Dex, save, please. For number eight. 16. Damn it, he beat me. Uh, so, bonus action can my spiritual weapon cross over and hit him? Yes. Okay. It is very crunchy. Spiritual weapon. Come on, hit. 17. 17 hits. 10 damage. Okay. Cool. And Amethyst will bite him. 11 bad misses. Parnell. She already has a Parnell piece of him. Has... <laughs> Parnell uh, has lost her morning star, but she pulls out her long sword. Let's swing with that. Whoosh. 12 to hit. 12 does not hit. Oh, the ice cream truck is going uh, down. Then second tech, eleven. No. <laughs> Strangely, does hit. <laughs> <laughs> we wave each other's weapons. It's this guard's turn. He's going to take a long sword, and he's going he's going to pick up the long sword, and that's going to be his turn. And it is this guard's turn. Do we are all trying so hard to kill him. Just eight now. <laughs> and it's now this guard's turn. I mean, if I was that skeleton right now, I would drop my weapons and say, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I give, I give, yeah. It's now Surly Alfred's turn. Uh, he'll try Sacred Flame too. He has access to it. That's 16, that's it. Fit. Succeeds against the thing, so no. Get Finger up. Alright, slashy slashy. Where's my slashy slashy button? There you. Uh, 24. That hits. And, come on, 8 damage. <laughs> Hey, Genstan. Hmm? Once more, I must say, how do you want to do this? I okay. killed the thing. Hooray. I'm going to say that Elo's arrow went through the thing's skull, and so I put my rapier through the arrow hole and just sort of decorate <laughs> my sword with its with its head. You mean your short sword? Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, the piercing weapon, so I figured it's thin. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, you kill this thing and it collapses. And that is the end of the, this combat. Um... Alrighty, um, so, we start with the immediate aftermath of the battle. Um, there's tending to the wounded, uh, Leofric collects the remains of the one guard that you scooped up last time from last session, Fenry, and there is the hustle and bustle of cleaning up after an undead attack. Elo gets off, down off the roof, I would imagine, and you guys see him, huh? Yeah, I got off the roof. And you guys, like, get a good look at him, and I'm going to give this to you for free. His manner of dress is not like anything you've ever seen before. But then again, this isn't the first time you've had a sensation of this before. You've had this sort of feeling before when you met a certain dwarf who vanished mysteriously in the middle of the night. Yep. 
Um, I'll get to treasure in a bit. Uh, for the moment, how do you guys handle this? Well, uh, after Parnell's recovered her uh, morning star, she'll happily walk up to Elo and say, Greetings, uh, friend. Uh, that was rather impressive fighting there. Uh, I'm Parnell Westcott. Uh, welcome to my hometown. And Finry will introduce herself and Amethyst, which I kind of did when we were out of character talking. Um, and yes, but this is in character stuff. To, she's going to get down on her knees right now and start talking to her god and cast prayer of healing on all of us and a couple of the NPC guards. Well, remember, you don't have a god to hear an on. I know, but I have prayer of healing. Yes, but it's more you don't you don't pray to a god as much as you just pray in general. Exactly, that's exactly. Um, so we all get twelve HP. Okay. So. Who are you people? Oh, I'm almost to max. Nice. I'm almost to max, but without the extra five that would be added onto my max that you gave us earlier, but I'm still almost at max, so. Yes. My normal max. (laughs) Well, I'm. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess I don't understand the question. Why am I here? And what is going on, and why was there undead attacking your hometown? Well, I'm not sure about why an undead attack happens this particular evening. Uh, you know, they're, they're a little uncommon, honestly, but uh, they do happen. Um, but as for why you're here, that's a good question. Well, why are you here? I don't know. Last thing I remember, I was taking some art away from a nobleman and looking at it to assess its value, and then I wind up here. Oh, uh, an, an art assessor. Interesting. Um, well, uh, this is my uh, companions, uh, uh, Sir Leofric, uh, uh, Gimstan, and Finry, and uh, of course, Amethyst. <laughs> I wouldn't forget you, Amethyst. That's that's giving your little pets. Um, Yes, uh, uh, I guess uh, if you're not from around here, then, uh, well, uh, we've encountered folks that came from, I guess, elsewhere before. Uh, uh, We haven't seen them for a while. Uh, uh, I I guess the the question is that that I have, then, uh, when you were coming here, did you see any strange visions? bunch of lights, busted panes of glass. Hmm. Uh, Particularly uh, lines and things like that? In a way. Kimstan Fenry, does does this sound familiar to you? It does. This sort of thing seems to be happening a lot lately. Uh, Elo is gonna say in Elvish what this is weird. Uh, 
Parnell will reply in Elvish. Correct, this is very strange. Okay, then. Both of you, but I don't reply. <laughs> okay, then. I must have hit the mead too hard again. Well, I, I have my doubts about that because uh, the three of us have also had similar experiences. We are whisked away from our homes uh, and brought to a you know, distant part of this land. Uh, it's taken quite some time for me to return home here. Uh, and, well, Finry and Gibstan, they don't hail from here at all. Well, at least not my town here. It, 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 you two can explain where you come from better than I can. all kind of woke up together. It was a weird thing. We got, like, sucked through some sort of a portal, maybe? I, I don't quite know exactly what it was. Fate seems to have some designs for all of us, and Fate has a very rude way of getting your attention. It yes. does. I was uh, going out on a mission and uh, I was going through a, you know, a particularly uh, bit, bit of terrain, and uh, suddenly I was elsewhere. And that, that's how I met these two, and it's perhaps fortuitous then that we've crossed paths. Whatever force has been uh, dragging our particular destinies uh, of late have uh, brought us together. Uh, also, you. That was quite the, quite the backflip you took there to get back on the <laughs> roof there. I have to say, uh, impressive work. Well, when you live out in the woods with a bunch of people and let's just say unkindly folk, you pick up some things. Yeah. Tell them. If, uh, hopefully you'll be able to return home at some point and... Uh, I'd recommend taking your art dealing uh, uh, business to a more friendly community. Who said I'm a dealer? Well, you said that you were you were assessing, right? Yes, you see, I believe that certain people have way too much, and certain people have. Not enough, if you understand what I'm saying. I think so. That is a, an interesting philosophy. Hmm. I'll have to think about that one. So, out of character, you're assessing who you should steal from? <laughs> basically, ro- basically, Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is where the legend gets started. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, if you don't mind me, who is the, uh, big hulking muscle man over there? Oh, a Sir Leofric? Pointing to, uh, of course. Sir Leofric kind of ran off. Oh. Oh. He's helping with, like, he's helping the guards while you guys are having your little chat. <laughs> Our little chat. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was there well, a little bit ago, but um, yeah, so I'm he's praying. part of my order. <laughs> oh, so you're one of them. Oh, one of who? Law. I. Not exactly. Now, we, we are the, the Order of the Reapers. Uh, we have. Uh, 
you know, a particular interest in, in, in yes, bringing, you know, order back to the land, but uh, the specifics of, you know, day-to-day -day law enforcement is uh, more of a by-town sort of effort there. You see, where I'm from, can I tell that, uh, that Parnell is a lady? Yeah, yeah, pretty easily. Yeah, she's, uh, you know, armored up pretty well, but, you know, I'm not doing her voice justice here, so. <clears throat> so, Elo is gonna kind of nod and say, well, where I'm from, the law is done by the fairer of the creations, if you catch my drift. Meanwhile, while this discussion is going on in the background, Fenry, shinies! I put the treasure icon on the map. Shinies? <laughs> Go ahead and click yeah. it. Yep, yep. When you say shiny? Something <laughs> <laughs> sparkly and shiny. Fenry is interested. Do you have access to the treasure? I can't tell. Uh. It's directly above you. Like, directly to the north of your character token. Oh, okay. I Oops. see it. I have to actually pull. Oh, there it is. Here, let me. It's that I little know. brown pile. It's, dark uh, out, so it's, it's, it's hard not to showing for me. Weird. Oh, there. Neither. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She. Yeah. She'll look at that when she's done with her prayer. Did you double click it? I need to know if it was added or not. Um. It won't let me do anything. Oh. I double click that. Uh-uh. Not one of us? Okay. Now, do you can always just add it to our group. Uh, do you see shared... Uh, did you check the shared treasure now? Oh, I let see. Let Ooh, obsidian. Um... Another port. One second. Uh... If my thing will let me... Come on. Um... It's a god dang thing. Hold on one second, gang. Uh, where is the shared treasure button? I can't remember. There it is. Um, <clears throat> God dang, we, we have so much stuff in there. It's so crazy. <laughs> we have how many shields? A warhammer? Um, swords. actually, <laughs> one of the long swords is gone because uh, one of the guards took it. So you have so minus one. One is deleted out of the group. Yeah, I already did it. Oh. So we have three or four. But it doesn't matter. I don't even care. Okay. We only have two. Yeah, you sh no because there was a. Uh, yeah, there should only be two in there. Two long swords. Okay, perfect. Then I deleted one. So we have two now in there. Is what I show. Yeah. Okay. Um. A warhammer, one obsidian. Is that the shiny stuff? Yeah, that the obsidian was on the commander. Okay. So I will check that out and I got it. Okay, and I'm going to finish this encounter, and I'm going to change maps and bring us back to the loading screen. So, uh, where are you staying tonight, Hilo? Yeah, I might find myself a nice tree. You were pointed towards the Lost Legionnaire before all this went down. But, you know, 
being on the road, you never really get to sleep in a nice, comfortable bed. Indeed, and uh, plus, if there's any more skeletons running around, uh, might be best to be indoors at night. Probably a good idea. Okay. So right as you say this, Leofric comes running back up to you, and he says, Okay, things are stable, but, um, and he looks towards you, Parnell, the undead came from the north, from the forest. That is disconcerting. Very. Straight intelligence. Yes, uh, straight uh, Parnell's already thinking, yeah, maybe the seer went north here. Uh, okay, 16. Parnell, your parents live at the edge of the forest to the north. And then Parnell's like, my parents, uh, maybe oh. we can... Uh... And then before you can go rushing off, Leofric grabs you and says, ah, bah, 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 because you can guess where your mind was going, I will check up on them. You, young lady, need sleep. Uh, of course, uh, I will I will get some rest, but uh, do, do let me know as soon as you know. Of course. Now march, and he points back the way you guys like, all, all came rushing in earlier, and I imagine you guys go back to the Lost Legionnaire with Elo trailing after you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so go ahead and hit the long rest button. It's located at the top of the character sheet, Elo. Alright. Oh, I need to reset some freaking spells. Yeah. Um, okay. So, long rest. As you guys are all sleeping, um, oh, by the way, your, uh, Elo, your wages for the, uh, sleeping here tonight are kind of covered because you helped save the town, so, yay. <laughs> we love um, it, so you don't have to pay for sleeping. <laughs> um, okay. Um, excuse me, Mr. DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only have to do, I only transfer four hours and that's considered a long rest. I know. Yep. Um, okay, so as you're all sleeping or trancing or what have you, you all have a dream. I actually do sleep. That's Henry's weirdness. <laughs> um, you're all asleep. You guys see forests, grassland, lakes, mountains, rivers, streams. You guys see a, well, basically a realm. And then slowly traversing their way across this realm, you see five orbs of lights, like, in a circle, swirling around in a circle as they move along. And as they do, you see rose petals swirling about them and moving. And as they cross the land of Albion, or the land, I guess I should say, though you guys know full well this is Albion, or at least three of you do, you watch as two of those lights go out, whoosh, like a candle, flame. But still, the, th- the three remaining lights and the rose petals continue on. And then after a short while, the rose petals kind of verge off and go off on their own away from the three lights. And the three lights go on. And then, in the distance, you watch another little orb of light slowly gather and join the three, making a new circle again. And as you look at this new circular formation, you look off into the distance, and you can see the glow of potentially many other lights in the distance. And that's the end of um, the dream for most of you. Elo, this vision ends with 
a voice whispering in your ear. The key to go home is out there. You just have to find it. Anger transcends. Dun dun dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. My dreams are giving recaps now. <laughs> okay, so Elo, since you wake up earlier than the other um, three, I imagine you kind of just idle away the time. You do notice that Finry looks like enough, but she's sleeping, so what the fuck on that end? <laughs> but so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much just looking at the rest of the group like. Okay, this ain't weird at all. <laughs> Not at all. It's all fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I guess I should get... <laughs> I guess I should, uh... I'm gonna head down stairs. Or head out of my room. You're all sleeping in the lodging area. It's a place where you people oh. set up mats on the floor and areas are partitioned off. Izzy was the one who designed this building, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, is there a map? Anywhere nearby? No. Alright, then, yeah, I'm just gonna idle, uh, I'm just gonna idle. Okay, then soon, eventually, morning comes and you guys are all getting up. Um, let me see. has a map, don't we, though? Uh, yes, but you haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I know one of us has it. It's not me, but I think somebody does have our map. I think it's gonna stand. Do I? Let me see. Maybe. It's either you or Parnell, but Parnell's kind of like. Okay. Not the type that you would sleep about. Alright, so <laughs> it's morning, and then, um, an Eladrin elf to you, um, Elo. They're currently in spring mode. Serves you all breakfast. I'm thanking you for the help last night. This is. They introduced themselves to you, Elo, as Kellyana. And yeah, so you guys are having breakfast. Oh, a, a delicious Teliani. I hope you don't mind if I eat quickly. I want to see what my stays my parents are right now. And then, as you say that, Leofric drops down into the seat next to you and says, "They're fine. I checked up on them last night." Oh, good, good, good. Though, yeah, so, and Leofric kind of like eyes you, Parnell, and says, "They heard you were in town after you went missing." Again. Yeah. Okay. And roll me an insight check, Parnell. Yes. <laughs> Thirteen. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, someone's in trouble, young lady. Uh oh. Yes. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess the uh, the urgency is uh, reduced now, but. Uh, would, would all of you like to, uh, to meet my parents? Oh, yes, of course. We would love to meet your parents. I would, anyway. Amethyst would love it. Elo? Gimstan? We need to go north to investigate the undead in any event. True. Uh, I'm just looking at... I'm still, like, processing, okay? Lots of undead. Nah. I've seen worse. Yeah, is undead a common problem in your part of the world, Parnell? 
Uh, that's a good question. This is new. Yeah, this is... This is a bit unusual, yeah. This is, uh... When I was maybe young, there was maybe a few attacks, but I was also very small and didn't know what was going on. So, I don't know if it was, like, a skeleton wandered in from somewhere, or something, you know, more, more expansive like this was. Um... I'll give this to you, uh, since the Order of the Reapers does help defend against this sort of things. More often than not, if it wasn't the stone giants coming down from the north, it was either just wild animal attacks or bandits or, um, occasionally fey, but yeah, undead are very new. Yeah, so, uh, usually those, uh, other threats, you know, more living threats. Like big giant, like big giant stone things that like to throw boulders? Oh, yes, the giants, yes. Yeah, they, they live to the north. Yeah, I came from the north. I ran down here and ran into a seer. Let's, what can you tell us about this seer? Uh, all I can remember is her name was Jade. Jade. Is that yes. the one we're looking? Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh... There was uh, that note uh, from Jade that we uh, spotted before. That we uh, figured was uh, from the, uh, you know, the seer because it was uh, involved with the the, uh, the critters, those beanlocks uh, down south. Yeah. So well, you, you you've actually met Jade. So we 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 need to talk to her. Well, I only. She only pointed me here and went the went farther north. No, she went east. Or she went east. Parnell, I imagine that gives you pause because Abarash is in that direction. Yes, Abarash is east of here. Uh, Leofric, uh, and then at send send word. <laughs> sure, though I'm not exactly sure what the problem is because you haven't. Well, you told him about your journey, but have you told him about what you're investigating? Oh, this is maybe as good as time as any to give more details. That you know, we mentioned, they, you know, we were tracking someone, but uh, there's a seer or someone who claims to be a seer uh, going about causing trouble. Um, I suppose claiming that there's going to be a disaster and then causing it. Uh, and so, uh, if you know, she was in the area as we had feared, maybe she's responsible for the undead attack. And then, well, maybe if she's going to Aberash, she might be more cause, looking to cause trouble there as well. She would be a fool to do so. Leofric says raising an eyebrow because Aberash has a fucking fortress in the middle of it, but yeah. Well, uh, she doesn't like to fight herself. She sends others to do her dirty work. I suppose. <sighs> I do need to get going anyway, though. He looks at you, Parnell, and says... Blaze already left this morning for Aberash to get things in motion, and I need to follow him to make sure he doesn't, um, take advantage of the situation. Hmm, of course, thank you very much. Uh, I give my best to everyone else, of course. And then he looks at you, Parnell, and says, you will need to report to Aberash soon. You have, ooh, about five days, maybe, and you know Aberash is about two days away from here. Alright, so three days to take care of all the business here, then uh, then I must be going east. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we have that this all sorted out by then. Otherwise, I'll have to go on my own. I don't think we would ever leave you on your own. 
Well, I... We we would all want to like you know make sure you're okay. Oh yes, but if there's people that need your help here, I would rather you help them here. I would probably have to ask Sorbo for permission. Well, good thing about that is I don't have to ask permission. I guess that is uh, one good thing about being whisked away from your, your place of origin. <laughs> where, where, where did you say you came from again? I never disclose, but... Uh, <laughs> well, a, a different part of Albion? Or, uh... No, I'm not from Albion. You mean you're from another continent? Or maybe what? Are you from one of those islands uh, to the far north? No. <laughs> if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. Interesting. Believe anything that you say. Honestly, OOC, she would not believe anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, land of the Romans, perhaps, sir? Huh. You see well, where I'm from? If a certain powerful queen gets a little too powerful, let's just say uh, you grow eight legs and spin thread. You're talking about Morgana, talk. Doesn't seem like her, honestly. Hmm. More well, Ghana. Leofric has already left in the middle of all this. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, missing. You call him Morgana? I don't remember our queen being a spider, but I have been out of touch for a while. Oh, uh, okay, anyway, is, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, well, there's there's debate on, on who's the, supposed to be. Debate on who's supposed to be in charge of everything, right? <laughs> well, if stories are true, ain't the queen supposedly some type of sorceress? Yeah. Well, she does wield magic, power from magics. Morgana, yeah, right? Yeah, well, uh, I suppose then, uh, you know, if they're not the same queen, they might be linked somehow. Maybe, maybe the, oh. the destiny has brought you here to, l to help us have insights in how to deal with such individuals. Hmm. Well, if it's powerful magics that can raise the dead, there's only a few things that can do that. It, it takes Never. a certain kind of magic to create undead. I only know how to destroy them. Or make them leave. Usually you got ne you have your necromancers but I would assume that school is a uh, Frowned upon. Oh, I wasn't allowed to learn that. No. Yeah, no. I will remind you guys you have met a master necromancer before. 
It is uncommon, but I suppose not forbidden. So it is not. So it is unspoken. It, as long as Just one uses allowed. such powers res responsibly, I suppose. Uh, and it also, I suppose, varies by city into city. Some places are you know, much more hesitant about such things. I was only taught how to kill them. Well, if it's not a necromancer, then you're looking for somebody who has a very good, keen interest in the dead. Hmm. Well, maybe my parents know someone then. Hmm. So, do you guys have set off? Yeah, I think we do. We're not leaving Parnell. No. <laughs> We're not leaving your side. No. That's <laughs> not happening. Halo. I mean. He goes, I follow. <laughs> yes. What is. Are you going with them? I mean, it's better than sitting here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, out of boredom or curiosity, what have you, you guys follow them to the woods to the north. And first thing in the morning before, like, all of this, so, uh, retcon real quick, I do do my amethyst thing. Animal handling. Yep. Um, Let's see how it goes, because, yeah, my mind's ooh. on other shit. My Go ahead and minus one of your bond points. Uh, minus a bond point? Yes. <laughs> While this is going on, I'm asking, uh, Parnell, uh, so what's going on with the the dog thing? Oh, uh, uh Finry and uh, you know, uh, uh, trains her dog Amethyst uh, uh, to, I, to so they could work better together. Uh, they, uh, the, 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 uh, I suppose the organization that uh, Finry's with uh, makes use of animals as a sort of a, a companion to supplement their efforts. Uh, and so, uh, you know, they have to train them properly so that they can fight as a uh, cohesive unit. So she's a beast master. Well, I it's what we that's call it. one way to describe it, eh? But uh, I guess she's more focused in her own abilities on uh, yeah. the healing arts. And Amethyst does whatever she wants. I, I try to teach her Especially how today. to do things <laughs> that I want. But some days she decides to just do what she wants. And so I don't always have full control over her in battle. And I don't always have full control of her. Get back over here. Don't lick him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with that retcon scene done with, you guys head to the north. And before long, you reach with um, Parnell to guide you pretty easily. You soon approach uh, your parents' house. Parnell, why don't you describe it for us? Well, it's a, uh, you know, not, not a large uh, place, but it is, uh, I guess, finely crafted in terms of, uh, you know, the structure. It is made of wood. Uh, it is, uh, you know, there's, outside there's actually a lo several large piles of wood as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, there is even some uh, funny detailing on uh, some of the, the bits of the building as well as... Uh, couple uh, random uh, like a fence post sort of thing where uh, there's actually been some uh, detailed carved into uh, the, you know, the, you know, the structure of it. Uh, so uh, apparently somebody around here really likes their wood crafts. Okay. So there's a stump with an accident. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Before you even step foot in the front yard, the front door slams open and a woman comes stomping out onto the front yard. Describe her for us. Well, uh, she has a uh, long red hair. She's uh, a bit up in years at this point. Uh, uh, she uh, has a bit more freckles than uh, Parnell does, but uh, you know, you know, similar sort of features otherwise. Uh, also, uh, you know, brown eyes, uh, you know, similar height, um, and uh, you know, she probably is uh, wearing an apron unless she was getting to work uh, today, and uh, and uh, not like a cooking apron, but one with some sawdust on it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> She's feeding chickens and all the stuff. Yeah. This woman's eyes are aglow with the fires of the of the seven hells before you, and she says, "Parnella Westcott, what do you think you're doing, young lady?" And as this woman, like, looms over all of you, parental disappointment nigh on the horizon, that is where we end today's session. Hello, I am Dr. Izix. You may find me at various places of that sort. Uh, I co-host a podcast called Watchers of Tomorrow with my friend Geplin. Uh, I go by he, him, and I play Parnell Westcott, the paladin. Uh, she is a, a she, her, and uh, she goes uh, goes around trying to make friends with people. It's good times. Hello, I am Gapwin. You can find me as Gapwin pretty much anywhere. I do some gaming YouTube stuff and co-host a podcast with Dr. Izix where we do Star Trek and other sci-fi related media things. I play Gimstan, who is technically a cleric, though there may be some multi-classing in my near future. I'm unsure, but he doesn't really do healing or religion or anything that a cleric does. I am Jen. You can find me as just Jen on Twitter. I also play every Monday night on TTRPG Academy in uh, Feyrun Reborn. I play Finri Lavasso. I am a Celestial Blessed Healer, which is a cleric. Um, she may not be very bright, but she really loves to love. Hey, everybody. It's your friendly neighborhood uh, half-elf, Elo otherwise known as that one guy who plays on Twitch at Twisted Wolf 2. Uh, I go by he, him, and uh, I play a variety of stuff. Right now I am playing uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. I would love to see you guys come and uh, join me on that. And I am Chris, my pronouns are he, him, and I am our dungeon master or world runner depending on the campaign. Welcome to Choices. Many Stories, Many Games is a tabletop variety show. You can find us on Twitter at ManyStorgaPod. The music and sound effects come from Monument Studios and were paid for personal usage. This podcast is powered by podcasters by Spotify. Choices is a D&D 5e campaign using the Cities of Myth, Fallen Camelot setting created by Realm Warp Media. Thanks for listening.